Hello and welcome to Blue Talk, the new show that will discuss progressive politics. I am your host, Dr. Ryan Starzik, and today we're going to talk about humanity. We'll discuss why we need to recognize the importance of humanity and why losing sight of it can hurt so many people. So be sure to listen all the way through. There's a lot to talk about and I hope you enjoy it. So let's start out with the definition of humanity. Humanity is defined as human beings collectively. I want to start out by discussing why progressive politics are inherently a part of humanity. Today, humanity faces many challenges, as we all know, but even with these challenges, we must continue to make every attempt at civility in the face of adversity. We are all human beings, first, and everything else is a label we choose to identify with second. Our humanity binds us together and should not be forgotten no matter what political identity you affiliate yourself with. Our fragile democracy continues to be challenged in unique and troubling ways. To disagree otherwise is to ignore reality. We should respect differences in political ideology and reject angry rants, hate speech, defamatory remarks, and false statements. All of us are under immense stress, pressure, and frustration right now. But rather than division during this time, we should find every conceivable way to come together and help each other out. We must bridge the hateful divide between us to support a more vibrant future by working together. The pain and suffering of our most vulnerable citizens cannot be ignored. Caring for one another is how we move forward towards a better future. Our differences are what should unite us together, not pull us apart. The country we love so much needs unity, not division, compassion, and not anger. So many things divide our country today. A major issue that continues to hurt so many is the epidemic of racial injustice. Now, I acknowledge that I have white privilege. It is not something to be ashamed of, but rather something I feel a moral obligation to use in elevating the voices of those who do not have that same privilege. We allow skin color to separate us, but fail to realize our humanity is what brings us together. Permitting ourselves to ignore others based on who we are is the very reason we have lost so much respect for one another. Just as your skin color is not a choice, neither are sexual orientation and gender identity. These things make up who we are. If we can recognize this, we can move on to the more pressing issues our society faces. And this brings me to a discussion about progressive politics. Being a progressive makes you a visionary for the future. It is not a label owned by one political ideology over another. Progressive means forward thinking, solution building, working towards a more prosperous future together. Anyone can be a progressive, but first must look towards the future and not the past. Progressives are not socialists. I am a capitalist to the core and very progressive in my public policy viewpoints. But I also believe capitalism has a social responsibility to the people they employ. Pay them a living wage, offer health care benefits and retirement savings, and provide time off so they don't get overworked. The reality is capitalism is failing millions of Americans. I say this because over 38 million Americans are living in poverty and with an income of less than $33.26 per day, according to the 2018 census. That number is likely much higher with the current pandemic. There is something fundamentally wrong with our society when tens of millions of people live in poverty. To think people living in poverty choose to live this way is to not understand how our economic structures do not promote upward mobility the way it should. 
if the federal minimum wage had kept up with the pace of workers' productivity since 1968, the inflation-adjusted minimum wage would be nearly $25 an hour today. These are the kinds of issues we should be focusing on. While we are all busy fighting among each other on social media over what is real and fake, our fellow Americans are faced with getting worse by the day. Fighting divides us. Hate hurts us. Anger drives us apart. And the root cause of our shared pain is ignored. The middle class needs a tax break more than wealthy corporations and individuals. Corporate socialism is widening the gap and destroying our country. Why do I say this? I grew up working on construction sites with my father. I made $7.25 an hour back in the 1990s. The federal minimum wage is still $7.25 per hour in 2020. It sure does seem like people really love to hate and enjoy being angry. Rather than hating each other, why don't we get mad at the lack of action on important public policy issues? If you're going to be angry, you might as well get mad about something that makes sense. We are all so consumed with social media rants that our focus on more significant issues is clouded and often ignored because of it. Get off social media and go volunteer for a cause you care about instead. The feeling you get when helping others far outweighs the destruction of being angry over nothing. I am just as guilty of those very same rants. So this is me telling it from a personal viewpoint of experience. Back when I served in the military, many experiences made me extremely angry. I was discriminated against for being a gay man on a near daily basis. The bullying every time it happened made me even more furious than the last time. This anger, frustration, and hate for others continued to build up for years. It wasn't until I got out in 2007 that I could begin working on changing it. The military was the best or worst experience in my life and I wouldn't change it for the world. It taught me discipline, provided structure, and gave me a sense of purpose. I discovered love for the first time in August of 2007 when I met my partner of over 13 years now. He cared for me when I felt no one else did, would or could. His compassion helped me overcome so many struggles and his love changed my life. He kept pushing me to become a better, stronger person. The push eventually led to multiple achievements throughout the years, including my bachelor's in paralegal studies, master's in legal studies, and business doctorate. Those achievements were because I had someone who cared, loved, and kept pushing me to become stronger. He also stood by me when I ran for public office. I ran for state senate in Arizona and lost the primary, but gained so much more from the experience. Running for office means you want to give people hope, a voice, and fight for them. The desire to make things better for your community should always drive why you run for office. And it is far from easy. And so many people threatened, discriminated against, and lied about me. It comes with the territory to some degree, but it was even more shocking that people in my own party were the ones doing it. I was not treated equally as a candidate. The fact is, unequal treatment throughout the process of running made me angry, frustrated, and upset. It broke my heart that the most hateful people were in my own party. Last I checked, the democratic process means anyone can run. You don't need permission. And opinions about the facts do not change the facts. 
everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts. The truth decay that President Barack Obama discussed is very real. I can say with confidence that my campaign put out facts. Sadly, the facts drove people crazy. Although there were some challenges throughout the campaign, I still love every second I got to spend with members of our community, talking with people in the community, hearing their concerns, giving them hope and listening to them was immensely rewarding. Appreciation came from many, anger and hate from a few. The few that did produce the anger and hate towards me should know this. I forgive you, but I will never forget you. Those who expressed appreciation, I will always remember you. The thing I really don't understand is why we must be so angry. To take others down with vitriol, slander, and obscene comments are to bring out the worst in ourselves. I must wonder, was it worth it for them to take out their frustration with the truth on me? Running for office was a big step outside of my comfort zone. It's one I took because our communities are struggling. Getting outside of your comfort zone will bring new perspectives, appreciation, and understanding of the real struggles people are going through. There is nothing more important than learning about each other. We are all unique and have so much to offer, but we must put arbitrary labels aside to discover this. By allowing ourselves to be consumed with the harmful elements, we feed the divisions instead of bringing unity. We, the people, are in charge of this country, and we, the people, decide how it is run. We, the people, do this by electing our leaders and expect them to act in our best interests. And if they don't, we need to get rid of them. The incredible flood of money into politics has stifled our humanity and silenced those without the biggest checkbooks. We need to recapture the essence of what it means to be united towards a common purpose and building a better future together. I know we can do this because as Americans, we have proven that we can do anything together, not apart. In the words of John Lewis, let's get in trouble, good trouble. Well, that's all for today's episode of Humanity. Thanks for listening and joining me today. Join us again next week when we talk about income, the universal kind. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcast streaming from. And plus, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, stop by the website, www.bluetalk.org to sign up today. Want to ask a question about a future episode of Blue Talk? Email me, ryan at bluetalk.org.